So EA UFC 3 is out, and critics have seemingly given the game pretty generous reviews. EA Sports UFC 3 is the best entry in the franchise ever, says Game Over Online. MMA fans will love what EA has done with UFC 3, says God is a Geek. And UFC 3 delivers a terrific MMA experience from top to bottom, says the Gamer Informer. EA boasts that it is the closest any game has ever come to simulating the intricate craft of mixed martial arts for keen gaming enthusiasts to replicate. The public reception, however, tells a slightly different story, with some fans complimenting its intricate new stand-up system that enables the player to use fight IQ with combinations that may go over a typical game's head, whereas others are condemning the game for stodgy controls, unrealistic distribution of power and absolutely zero progression in ground game mechanics, with some going as far to say that they feel the game betrays the unpredictability and fluidity of the sport. It's being held as the least pick-up-and-play game in the sports genre and forces gamers to a long-term commitment that detracts from the wild and occasionally fleeting participation of watching an MMA fight can have for new fans. With such a mixed public reception as this, I'd love to hear your thoughts in the comments section with what you liked and what you didn't like about EA UFC 3 as we take a look back at the timeline of games that got us here. I'm Tom from MMA On Point and this is the history of MMA video games. So for this video I'm going to be splitting the timeline into four periods. MMA modes in pro wrestling games, the Crave era, the THQ era and the EA era. So to start us off, MMA modes in pro wrestling games. Back in 1996, Saturn Gamers would be the first to experience virtual mixed martial arts in Fire Pro Wrestling S, Six Men Scramble, and then PS1 Gamers catching up in 1999 with Fire Pro Wrestling G. These games gave Japanese and import gamers the option of selecting Gruesome Mode, which featured a selection of unlicensed characters that resembled Pancras competitors like Bus Rutan, Don Fry, Maurice Smith, and Hicks and Gracie to duke it out against each other. Though the mode was super limited in the early renditions of Fire Pro Wrestling. It flourished past primitive actions in Fire Pro Wrestling Returns on the PS2 by combining more intricate aspects of pro wrestling, a form of work shoot that some Japanese pro wrestling promotions were demonstrating in the late 90s off the back of the success of mixed martial arts. Seeking inspiration from Fire Pro Wrestling's gruesome mode, Virtual Pro Wrestling 2 on the Nintendo 64 adopted a very similar element in 2000. Developers Aki added an MMA rules mode that altered the gameplay away from wrestling to a completely completely stand-alone MMA base, giving the player a variety of standing and mounted strikes. The slick takedown and submission animations differed greatly to anything we'd seen before to that point, and amazingly, this MMA rules mode even gave you the option of taunting whilst in mount position, an animation that has yet to make its way back into MMA games to this day. As a whole, Virtual Pro Wrestling 2 demonstrated that with intuitive thinking, a lot could be achieved when getting the fundamentals of MMA gaming right, and the game still holds up today pretty well. The Crave Era. Later that year, Crave would release the first standalone officially licensed MMA game, the Ultimate Fighting Championship for Dreamcast by Anchor, the PlayStation by Opus, and Game Boy Color by Fluid Studios. And having been released during the dark ages of UFC, they were fairly impressive, the Dreamcast especially holding up past the succession of games onward until 2004 with UFC's sudden impact. It was amazing to see that there was barely any progression between 2000 and 2004, and side by 
alongside Dreamcast to the Ultimate Fighting Championship is not light years away from UFC Sudden Impact, which it should have been considering the high standard of games that were coming out that year. Each new game that came out also highlighted a bizarre shine on all the characters, making these games look far worse than their predecessors. There also wasn't a great deal of choice in character selection and variation in fighting techniques like the pro wrestling games that were being released at the same time were. At least in the pair of Pride FC games that were being released, they introduced fun entrances that replicated the promotion's extravagant presentation, but other than a few minor elements, the gameplay was virtually the same. And for me personally, the other thing that drove me absolutely mad were the goddamn gunshot sound effects. Ridiculous, right? Konami, on the other hand, with K1 World Grand Prix on the PS2 in 2003 and subsequent follow-up K1 games by Dune X, had developed a much more fluid and polished striking system, hosting MMA modes that demonstrated a far superior ground game system that featured a much more intricate attempt of play than most fully MMA-orientated games. Konami's K1 release also featured 20 fighters that had actually lent their talents to motion capture for the game, giving players the option of variation in character selection. The THQ era. From the early 2000s, the reception and success of MMA games were replicating how the public viewed mixed martial arts in general pretty poorly. But after the success of the Ultimate Fighter series in 2005 and the soaring pay-per-view numbers Brock Lesnar brought with him in 2008, THQ snatched up the rights to create video game content for the UFC and released UFC Undisputed 2009 on the PS3 and Xbox 360. This release saw a much larger roster of characters, weight classes and disciplines to choose from with gameplay that had been completely reworked from the ground up, demonstrating the complexities of mixed martial arts that so many fans craved. The presentation of the game for the first time did a great job of replicating the actual fighters, their distinct styles and cuts and bruises appeared in timely, realistic fashion as your fighter took damage, which was a nice touch. The introduction of multiple modes, which included a detailed career mode in which you can spar, attend camps and gain sponsors as well as a ton more, and Ukes also introduced a classic fights mode which allowed you to relive famous fights and unlock classic scenes that were fun for hardcore fans and educational for new. As for the sound effects, no more drive-by shootings, impact shots sat well and the intelligent commentary added excitement to fights. With the success of UFC Undisputed 2009, Ukes continued to improve with the release of UFC Undisputed 2010 with added elements that furthered player participation, but it was the release of UFC Undisputed 3 in 2012 that demonstrated that the developers were really listening to fans' feedback. Career mode focused less on stats and the interface allowed the player to seamlessly crack through career mode that saw you start off your career in the WFA in attempt to earn your spot on the UFC roster. More elements were added to stand-up striking, allowing you to catch and counter opponent incoming attacks. And in all honesty, personally, I love this game. And if it wasn't for THQ declaring bankruptcy in 2012 and selling off the game rights to EA, I would have been super interested in how Ukes may have developed the series further. The EA era. Prior to THQ's UFC series, Dana White and the UFC originally approached Electronic Arts to develop a UFC game, to which EA declined and THQ were given the reins. And after the success of UFC Undisputed 2009, selling over 2 million copies in an attempt to rival THQ's release of UFC Undisputed 2010, EA dipped their hat into the MMA world with the release of EA Sports MMA, which featured the stars of Strike Force and Randy Couture. Couture, of course, having legal issues with the UFC, which was incredibly unlikely 
like Couture in attempts across brands to fight Fader and Milianenko. With a tech that ran Fight Night Round 4, the gameplay felt destructive and fluid, but some lengthy combinations could slow down the pace. Generally, EA had done a decent job in their first attempt in the world of mixed martial arts, and this game acted as a fantastic learning curve for the pressure of releasing a UFC game once EA had finally adopted the rights from a bankrupt THQ. And the pressure of releasing a new UFC game with a different engine was definitely apparent for EA, as the universal love for Undisputed 3 was unparalleled for MMA fans. Visually, the game looked fantastic though, with undoubtedly some of the best character models to date, but with a mediocre career mode and a real lack in sense of urgency when taking a barrage of consecutive shots and not getting rocked at all, it stifled the realism of competition that Undisputed 3 perfected with intense action and the risk of flash KOs. EA's second attempt with EA UFC 2 boasted a new physics-driven hit reaction and knockout system to counteract the rock'em, sock'em criticism the first installment garnered. With 250 plus fighters to choose from, UFC 2 had the largest selection of fighters to choose from to date, all of them moving with fun fluidity. The game introduced the idea of using Fight IQ to counter button bashing players that dominated early UFC games. The career mode again though fell a little flat but the game is undoubtedly an improvement from its predecessor that many fans seemed fairly happy with. So with new cutting edge animation technology, EA UFC 3 attempts to once again improve on the foundations of their previous installments and as mentioned the new systems have unbalanced a lot of gamers. Personally having been a massive fan of the Undisputed series, the action it brought and the genuine wow factor in pitting legends like Chuck Liddell against Mauricio Shogun who for the first time in Undisputed 2009, the EA series has fallen flat for me. Purely because although it replicates the competitiveness of the sport of mixed martial arts and it does it quite perfectly, it lacks the thrill of the fight, it lacks the visceral feeling of danger that seeing MMA and playing it for the first time brought me those many years ago. And maybe that's on me, a sentimental fight fan that struggles to adapt with the new system that differs so much from the old that has brought me such great memories. Hi guys, thanks so much for watching that video. If you enjoyed it, please do give us a like and subscribe. Also, let me know in the comments what you think of UFC 3. I've been playing it now uh, for a little bit. I've been playing it in my spare time trying to get better because I just suck in the episodes that I'm putting out at the moment. So I do actually want to give a legitimate episode at one point, uh, not just a stupid funny one. Uh, but yeah, no, it, it's such an interesting thing because... It, Maybe it's just me being the age that I am and growing up with Undisputed that I just can't quite get into EA, uh, the EA game, and, I, and I'm not sure why. But I am trying to get better at it, I'm trying to learn to enjoy it. Uh, I'm on Xbox Live as Tom on Point, so come add me there. Also visit our website, MMAonPoint.com. Uh, we've got all of our podcasts up there, all of our videos. Also, we've got some cool developments coming, loads of stuff coming to that site soon, so keep an eye out for that. Uh, but anyways, I'll see you later guys and I hope you have a wonderful day.